Artifact number 2011.000. April 17th, 10.43. Recording number one. This is Marion Sutton, doctoral student, free labor... I've been assigned to begin the research on an artifact. Honestly, I've been on hold for my doctoral work for a while now. And I think my advisor just wants me to work on something while he's on sabbatical. Also, if I do the work, the uni gets some of that sweet, sweet grant money. And... Hopefully, some of that can swing my way once my thesis work starts back up again. I'll edit this part out before submitting for the archive. This is a recording for the additional documentary archive for new incoming artifact currently deemed ART 2011.000. Much of the intake work was done over the last hour and a half. This is the collected summary of that work. Now for the background on the item. Recently presented to the University of Oxford by an anonymous donor, at least anonymous to me, supplied along with significant and very specific grant money, apparently someone really wants this thing studied. Some money up front for the study, most of it available upon delivery of the information, artifact presented with no provenance or background, but sent with a typed letter from the anonymous donor, stored and carefully shipped in archival quality containers, the expensive shit, no project name, no dig number, no site number... No collection number, no catalog number. Item to be archived accordingly. Preliminary visual assessment. Carved skeletal remains of currently undefined origin, depicting an animal or creature. Some red pigment in the carved recesses. On that note, here's the typed letter from the donor the university received. To whom it may concern, I received this object recently from a deceased family member. It is important that I learn what I can about this object, as it is all I have left of my beloved aunt. Sadly, I am without information on the object to hasten your studies, but I believe the university fully capable of uncovering more than I possibly could. I understand this is unorthodox, but I'm sure she would not mind the object being in your capable hands. Your department may keep the item or donate it to a museum collection upon completion. I am interested in the information more than the object itself. It is my hope that the Department of Archaeology will accept my grant under the condition that information is supplied on the artifact. A sum has been allocated for its study, and a greater sum to be released upon delivery of the information. In addition to this letter, 
A great sum of money and a more detailed letter were sent directly to the department head who assigned out the job of studying this artifact to moi. I was given express directions to record my findings in both print and audio, which is new for me, but easy to do. Finally, taking that step into the 21st century. (laughs) Yes, come in. Are you on the phone? Yes and no. Uh, Can I help you? I thought this was the room for the lecture on GPR. They moved it upstairs. Okay, thank you. Sorry to have bothered you. Sorry. All right. I've already input all the limited known information into the catalog and assigned the artifact number. I've adhered the tag with Paraloid B-72. After checking that its original packaging was undamaged and suitable for archival storage, it was decided that it will be stored in the box when it's not being studied. I've taken a few pictures and uploaded them to the documents file. I've also printed out a few to take with me to the library. ART 2011.000 Weight and dimensions are as follows. Total 328 grams. Feels heavy for bone. Total length of 20.8 centimeters from tail tip to tusk tip. Main body length of 15.4 centimeters. Varying width from narrowest 5 millimeters to widest 4 centimeters. Visual description. It appears to be made of bone with a type of pigment in the recesses, but more detailed studies will be undertaken over the examination of the object. The carvings are very precise and appears to be carved into the shape of a mythical animal or a hybrid of animal features. It has four legs, a tail, a head, and tusks. The back legs appear to be clawed flippers. The front legs are short stubs with long fingers that curl up past the long-snouted chin. The jaw is ridged with triangular teeth, and two of the teeth protrude outward from the mouth as tusks reaching three centimeters from the tip of the snout. The eyes are pointed ovals and are greatly recessed into the carving. The tail of the carving is approximately five centimeters in length, triangular in shape, with a thick base and rounded point at the end. There appear to be ribs carved into the abdomen area. Personal note, it's certainly been well preserved, so much so I doubt the validity of the object to some extent. It's also unpleasant to look at. The quality of the carving is great, but the carving... Something you'd see put up around Halloween. But it is depicted clearly, so I can hopefully get some name for the thing. Initial reaction is to classify it as some kind of Native American or First Nations object. As... This is the closest visual approximation I can make now, until I hit the books. 
I don't have a focus on these areas or cultures, but I know of a few postdocs from a couple years ago I can shoot an email out to for preliminary consultations. I think Sam's out in Calgary now. That's all for now. I have a tutoring session I have to get to. April 18th. 1421. Hello, this is Marion Sutton. I'm on Beaumont Street, on my way to the School of Archaeology. A few of my fellows are there already, and I need to check the library for information related to artifact number 2011.000. I've got a few pictures of it printed out, and, well... Time to get down to work. What? Ines! It's Marion! My card isn't working! Please let me in! Thank you, Ines. I owe you a lot. You need to get that fixed. I thought I did. You're here for the library? Teamaker is working again, though there is a study group coming in later today. You can stay during that time, but they tend to get loud. Tea here! Sweet relief. I have tutoring later anyways. When is the group? Four. I'll be gone by then. Have a good day, Ines. Marianne, here for the tea. Tea and books. These are the graduate students? It's Trinity term. You should know some of them by now. It's in my books. Sorry. Anything in particular this time? Yes. Actually, here, let me show you. This. Well, that's a scary-looking thing. Oh, thank you. Great insight there. (laughs) Sorry. No. (laughs) Do you have more pictures? On the computer. Give me a sec. The internet here is always shit. No. Well, yes. But the file is... Look. (laughs) Those are the worst pictures I have ever seen. Are they all like that? But they weren't. When I took them, there was no flare. The lights were on. It looks like the camera lens got smeared in mud. These are the same pictures from the printout. Look! I'm going to get tea. Why is your phone on? Is it recording? April 18th, 1445. I'm so sorry, I didn't know you were recording on purpose. No worries. Please, hand me that. It might be First Nations Canadian. That's what I think. Have you asked Dr. S about this? I sent him some of the photos from the intake, but he hasn't gotten back to me. We had a visiting professor last year during Michaelmas. He gave me a compact seminar series on regional studies in North America. Did you go to those? I audited too, but I was busy. Well, I'll leave you to it. April 18th, 1552. Like a large study group is about to enter. 
I think I'm done here for today. It's all right. Nearly four. I have tutoring in half an hour. Luca left earlier. Maybe she could do an archaeological illustration of the item for the report. I'll ask her later. I've been poring over Dickinson 2002, Canada's First Nations, but it's more history than mythos. A few other books, too. I can put in an order to the library for more. Most I should be able to find at the Sackler. Zimmerman, 2003, American Indians, the First Nations, Native North American life, myth and art. Muckle, 2000, the First Nations of British Columbia, Houston et al., 1999, celebrating Inuit art. So, looks like that will be my next stop. I'll have to put in the order soon. Ooh, stones, bones, and stitches. Storytelling through Inuit art. Why, yes. Faulkner et al., 2007. You to my list. So far, it's a long, long list. Most of the research and discussion held today points toward First Nations origin. Purely based on the artifact, style, and craft of the carving. I'll need to set up a meeting with the archaeological science lab to get an estimate on age, make, anything I can get with the grant money. Some more information, the new fangled real science way. Regardless, based on the preliminary examination of the object up close and examining the pictures taken with additional photo references and the aid of some fellow doctoral students, I still generally believe the object to be authentic and most likely of North Native American origin. The culture itself has not been narrowed down. No mythos has yet revealed an animal, beast, or spiritual being with a match to the physical description of the carving. And I'm honestly not sure if it's bone or tusk. Again, another question for another time. Just look at this thing. April 18th, 1710. Marianne? Marianne? Hmm? Are you okay? Hello, Inez. I was just leaving. I have tutoring at 4.30. It's after five, Marianne. One of the undergrads came to get me, said you were staring off into the bookshelf. After five? Shit! I'm late. I need this job. Thanks. Must have dozed off. Marion, I'm not sure. April 20th, 10.25. Well, I'm at the Sackler. Thankfully, they have a far wider range of books on hand than the School of Archaeology. Of course, being, well... It's a real library. This may be my 1,000th time in the building. And 
as before, I'm down in the coin collection room. Almost always empty down here. Not a lot of research going on. But if someone does need it, it's a verified cornucopia of coinage. <laughs> don't want to disturb anyone with my note-taking, and no one really comes down here. And I can open my computer, and I can sneak in my packed lunch if needed. Honestly, today's packed. <clears throat> I've already collected a few books, and put a few on order. It's Thursday now, so... They should be in by tomorrow or the weekend. I put in an order for the Hessel Ingo 1998 Inuit Art, an introduction to the Bodleian as it's stored off-site. Zimmerman 2003 is only available at the Fur Harmsworth Library, so I'll get that sent over. Some were easily read with online access, so I browsed it last night. While I browsed an interesting overview and anthropological survey of several First Nations cultures, I was unable to shed any light on artifact number 2011.000. Canadian Eskimo Art. A short book, maybe 40 pages or fewer, was published in the 1950s, hence why people are still referred to as Eskimo. It is an interesting timepiece, examining the Inuit art from the societal perspective. Not useful in my research, though. More interestingly will be the Inuit imagination, Arctic myth, and sculpture from 1993. So I've placed in the order with Lady Margaret Hall Library, with color illustrations, detailed mythos, and enough tea, I can make a night of trying to identify this thing. Well, I'm going to turn the recorder off for a while. I've got a few books and online resources awaiting me, so I'll get back to it. First off, the Oxford Handbook the prehistoric arctic. April 20th, 1213. So, my stomach was growling louder than I was talking. Thankfully, no one is here still. I'll sneak a snack after this bit. I've been working through my list of books. Most, honestly, are stored off-site from the board, so I'll order them in. Right now, though, I'm typing up an email to the Archaeological Sciences Lab in hopes of getting some tests for the artifact. If I can even get a multi-century window on time. I'll be happier. Currently, 
My time range is all of history and prehistory, which is not boding well. I've also been considering... Shit. My laptop is not charging anymore, so the power is out. Not just the lights. Which is great. Um, is someone here? I'm really sorry about the recording. If it's bothering you, I can stop. Oh, did you hear my stomach growl? Please, speak up! Fuck. Seems like the lights are coming back on soon. Anytime now. been looking at more mythos examples instead of, you know, I'm going for tea. Fuck this place. April 20th, 102. At Green's, for tea and some lunch. I ate my packed lunch on the way over here. Certainly not enough food. Still hungry. Adrenaline from the power outage had my heart racing and the whole way over here. Nothing a pot of tea can't fix. What I was trying to say earlier is that I think I will take more of a mythos-based approach. Or at least give it more of a go. I've been looking for similarities in the carving style. Pigment, usage, length, width, and a few animal references here and there. But I think a more anthropological approach may be applicable. I know, I know. The horror. <laughs> I have my headphones in, so it looks more so I'm on, on a phone call than I'm talking to myself. I hope to get back to my own work soon. My dissertation, my doctorate, my future. It's an interesting artifact. More of a mystery than anything I've worked on. No provenance, no dig, just... Hello, here's this thing, find out about this thing... It's not the classics, not even my area. I don't think any of the students here can deal with it. And no one of the professors have the time to take it on. I hope I do it justice. Anyways, I sent that archaeological sciences sampling request email. Finally, we'll see how that goes. 
getting a little help with the mystery. <laughs> oh, scene. Hi. April 21st, 2329. It's late. Past 11. Oh, let's just turn off the telly. Oops. Today was busy, but I wanted to get some work done with the research. Being me, I forgot to charge my phone so I couldn't record earlier, but I want to document what happened today. I went to the archaeological artifact photographer today, in the morning. Around... Eleven? Eleven. He's nice, Davis. I've worked with him before, and run into him a few times while giving undergrad and grad students a tour of the School of Archaeology building. I brought the artifact out, and we set up the lighting, the reflectors, measuring tape, Anything that he knows would be needed for the perfect pictures. He took a lot of pictures. With a camera that looks like it costs more than two months rent for my flat. The process took about an hour. Though we spent some time chatting. He said the pictures would be ready in few days. He'd go through them, pick out the best, adjust the light for the most accurate representation. He does most of the university's artifacts, so it wasn't a problem to get him. He even fit me in early. Then, around 5.15, I met a tutoring session, and I get this voicemail. Hi, Marian. It's Davis. I'm uh, sorry to say this, but none of the pictures came out. Um, I know I set up everything right, and my photos on the camera from before and after the artifact shoot are perfect. I shot a coin collection about 12.45, and all those pictures are perfectly normal. I, I don't have an explanation for it. I'm sorry. The pictures have got a mix of bleaching, spots, and when old photos begin to turn yellow and some even get that blue sheen from silver mirroring, the photos are usually really old. These were uh, digital, not printed. Digital images that look like degraded ones from a hundred years ago. I've, I've never seen this before. I'm really sorry. Uh, if you can, uh, if you're not in a hurry, we can set up another time to redo the shoot next week. Again, I'm really sorry about this be taking some time to look over my camera and the light stage, but I can't think of anything to change. Anyway, talk soon. Now, I'm looking at the digital photos I've taken of the artifact, and I'm seeing the same thing. Same thing. The pictures are yellowed, covered in mold spots, and have a blue tinge to them. 
I'd never take the artifact home with me. But I wish I had. Even the printed photos are different. I've spent a lot of time staring at this thing in the last week. And now that I'm looking at the printouts, I feel like... Like I'm looking at this and... It's wrong! I... Uh, I have this part from my first recording documenting the object. It says, The front legs are short stops with long fingers that curl up past the long-snouted chin. Now, I didn't make specific notes regarding the mouth of the creature through the fingers, but I don't have the clearest memory of that being there. I thought the fingers curled up along the front of the creature's mouth, closing off the mouth like the speak-no-evil monkey. Well, I was wrong. In between the fingers, there is a gap in the photos. And it looks like you can see in the mouth. I'm tired. I may just be seeing it wrong. I don't know. Not enough tea in the world can substitute for actual sleep. But I sent out an email to the Pitt Rivers Museum. They have a few artifacts in their collection from the Inuit and First Nations peoples. So I'm hoping I can take a look. I also received an email from the Archaeological Sciences Department. They said a doctoral student named Alex will meet me by the front door and and we'll go get the sampling done. Oh, and some of my books already came into the Sackler, so I'll go pick those up tomorrow or maybe Monday. Oh man, I've got a piss. Sorry about that. I'll edit that part out later. Tea goes right through me. That's really it for the night. I have a brunch meeting in the morning and I'm drained, so it's certainly time to call it a night, don't you think? But I feel like we're getting closer to the answers. Night. April 22nd, 8.39. today. Ugh. I would have worn a warmer coat had I known, but 
I'd forgotten how long of a walk it is to the Archaeological Sciences Building. But I'm here, or nearing it now, and I'm meeting with someone named Alex. I stopped to pick up the artifact earlier as well, so it made the walk over even longer. <laughs> Had to, to be nearly freezing when I left my flat. Unseasonably cold. I made a little headway last night before calling it. I've downloaded a few more online resources to consult later on. Hey, how can I help you this morning? I'm here to meet an archaeological science doctoral candidate to gather some artifact sample. Her name is Alex. Anyway, to tell her I'm here. My appointment is at nine, so... I'm slightly early. I'll call down for you. Please take a seat. Hi, this is Marcy at the front desk. There is someone here for Alex for archaeological sampling. Already in the lab. Okay, should I direct her down there? Okay, not a problem. Alex will be up soon. Perfect. Thank you. Hey, I'm here for a presentation. Do you know where I should be headed? We have a presentation hello. Are you Marion? Oh, hello. I'm Marion. You must be Alex from the emails. <laughs> Alex from the emails, yes. Sorry for making our meeting on a Sunday. No, not at all. Thank you for making the time. Well, okay, then. Uh, I've... <coughs> I've got the artifact right here. I need you to sign some papers before I can turn it over to you. Okay. Uh, follow me, and we'll go down to the lab. I looked up the file on it. Uh, not a lot of information to work with. It arrived with some grant money and a request, but... No provenance or information, really. The file said it was a bone carving. Any idea of what? I can show it to you. You'll have to when we get to the lab. Um, I'll sign for it. How long does this process usually take? Sampling or processing? Both. Well, how long before I receive some results? I give it several weeks. I'll keep you updated with emails. Uh, really, really, it's about getting the time in the machines. The labs are uh, not as well-stocked or upgraded as we would like. One of the reasons the department is so keen on the grant money. Oh, we're happy for anything. Just pay for a box of nitrile gloves and we'll jump for joy. <laughs> After you. Thank you. Uh, mine is that desk there. I'll, I'll get the document from the printer and, uh, and meet you there. Okay, uh, some questions. Yes? Nay. Marion Sutton. Artifact ID number. ART 2011.000. Has all intake information been input into the file? Yes. 
has permission to damage or mar the artifact in the course of collecting samples for study, been approved, and the appropriate forms completed. Yes? Do you want to get a coffee sometime? Yes. Well, we'll, we'll get back to that after this, then. Uh, just sign here, and I'll sign for the temporary transfer. I prefer tea. Uh, me too. <laughs> Let me introduce you to the artifact, then. <clears> hmm. <throat> huh. So strange. It, it looks different now. Angry-looking thing. More than before. Have you had any luck with identification? The mouth looks open. Excuse me? I think I have pictures. I think the pictures will show it's different. It's different now. Calm down. It, it doesn't look broken. Actually, it looks remarkably well-preserved. No. No. Something. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Run the samples. Marion? Marion, are, are you all right? Marion, what is your phone password? I'm going to call your emergency contact. Two. Four. One. Nine. Right, got it. Just lay down. I'm calling now. April 22nd, 9.38. Hey, hey, Marion. I turned your recorder back on. I don't know why it was on, but it stopped when I called Luca. Sorry. What? <sighs> I'm on the ground? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. You, you fell and we, we didn't have a place to move you to in the lab. You fainted, Em. Is this a normal occurrence? Mm-mm, no, never when I've known her. No, I don't just go around fainting. Where's the artifact? It's fine. I, I moved it away before you collapsed. Oh, my head. Uh, moving the box meant not stopping you from hitting the floor with a bit of a bang. <sighs> Are you feeling better? Yes. Uh, sort of. My head hurts. I feel exhausted. Besides that, it's fine. You gave me a scare. I thought you were pulling a joke with me when Alex was the one on your end. You know each other. Oh, sure, I do the archaeological illustrations for most of the Department of Archaeology. Him included. Uh, time has not been wasted, though. Uh, took some measurements and prepped the sample procedure. Your document artifact weight was wrong. You, you documented 328 grams, but it came out to 276 grams just minutes ago. Mary never makes such mistakes. Oh, I never make such mistakes. I'll reweigh it, but the scale is calibrated before each sampling. I'll, I'll reweigh it later. Marion, let's get you home. In bed with a cup of tea. I feel better. Really, I do. It's not even noon. Well, lucky you, getting a lazy Sunday then. Tea, telly, comfortable duvets. What kind of tea? Hmm? I'll make anything you'd like. Thanks, Luca. And, uh, Marion. Don't worry about the sampling. I'll contact you with the results. It was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Alex. I'll call you about that tea.
April 24, 1159. Not a lot of people here today. It's odd. Usually when I'm here, it's part of a tour or event. I used to visit the Museum of Natural History and the Pitt Rivers when I was an undergrad, just to bruise the stacks. A lifetime ago. But I have an appointment here soon with one of the workers at the Pitt Rivers Museum to discuss looking at the records and catalogs for some of the similar items. Oh, speaking of items, I I got an email from Alex with the status update for the artifact samplings. He's on a waiting list for a time on one of the machines. I took it easy yesterday. My tutoring session was around two, so I had most of the day before and after to rest. I apologize for not getting more done, but I'm sure the artifact can wait a day. I've brought my printed photos as the digital files continue to be corrupted. Hello. Anything I can help you with today? No, no. Thank you. I have a meeting with someone. I'm just early. Well, well, please enjoy the Pitt Rivers Museum. And if you have time, we have a new display on body arts on the third floor. It's a slow day, so you've got most of the museum to yourself. Perfect. Thank you. It's 12.03. My meeting is at 12.30. Plenty of time to wander. Flash to my personal past. Don't need this for now. April 24th, 12.14. people's shit okay hey I'm up here I'm here please turn the lights back on thank you I wonder if this display was changed recently I don't remember these photos being so... angry. (sighs) (gasps) Fuck! It's gone! The mannequin's gone! 
Kenneth? Fuck this! a little pen light after that power outage in the library. Oh dear, is this a power outage? I'm so sorry. If this is a power outage problem, I apologize for my poor reactions. on but nothing is working what hello let me out please hello anyone please open the door let me April 24th, 1323. Amen. He left. Excuse me. Are you all right? Amen. He left. That's why I'm here. Are you okay? Amen. He left. Kenneth apologizes, but a meeting came up with a donor and he can't make it. Amen. He left. You've been in this lift for over an hour. Let's take you to the cafe, and we'll get you some water, okay? Some water? Uh, your phone is recording. Do you want to leave it on? Leave it on. Uh, this way. Have a drink. Are you a doctoral candidate? Doctoral candidate? I thought so. We had one man two years ago break down in tears in the hunting tools section. He stood there staring at a hand axe for two hours. Two hours? What I'm trying to say, don't feel ashamed of a panic attack. So sit here, as long as you need, drink and then focus on one task at a time. Thank you. Not a problem. Could you? What can I help you with? Could you give these to Kenneth? Oh, I don't work with him directly, but I can leave them with the museum's archive intern for him. Thank you. One thing at a time.
April 24, 1744. I'm home. I got an email from Kenneth. He'll look over the photos and get back to me. I lost my pen light. I lost my light. Something's wrong. Something's very wrong. April 25th, 1044. Do you always work out of here? Are you embarrassed to see Alex again so soon? Yes, actually. The social anxiety is petrifying. Well, we're going to my little desk upstairs, not even to the lab. We shouldn't see him, if we're lucky. That just sounds like a lie. It was. I can tell. No worries. I saw Alex this morning to sign over the artifact. It's at my station. No. I just wanted to go over the illustrations more for my sake than yours. I'm sure you know what you're doing. In fact, I know it. Yeah, of course. The artifact is safe with me, so no worries there either. I just can't believe it came to this. But seeing as I'm getting paid, I'm happy it did. The photos never came out. Only the ones I printed off originally. That's it. I even met with that Davis, the photo shoot. Those were a disaster. I can't win. When was that? I haven't seen Davis in days. Twentieth? Twenty-first? Maybe? Was Alex done taking samples when you signed for the thing? Yes, for now at least. He said the actual time he needed, but the thing wasn't much. Most of his time is on the testing. Sometime under the microscope for microware examination. If he needs it in the future, he can come find me. It's not too far of a walk. Is this your desk? Yeah. So... Yep, that's the artifact. Get it out and we can talk about what the illustrations will entail. Oh. Are you okay? Yes. Just must have... eaten something off. Maybe. <clears throat> so, how are we approaching this? Well, for artifacts such as these, I'll take my measurements here and transpose the dimensions accurately to the stippling illustration. How many angles or directions do you recommend? Honestly, for minimum, six for full coverage, and seven if you want an additional dynamic angle illustration for publication. Six for full coverage should suffice? Oh, that's... Everything. Left, right, top, bottom, nose and tail. So... Approach it like an oddly shaped six-sided die. I'll take the measurements of every angle, feature, and card section on every side and replicate it in an illustration. Everything is done by hand, so the process takes me, let's say, two weeks between everything else. Take your time with it. What about the pigment? I illustrate in black and white, but the red pigment could be indicated later on for publication purposes. Marion, I'm so sorry, but you look like you're going to be sick. Shit, are you going to faint again? I'll, I'll get a chair. I don't feel great, but I'm not going to faint. Don't worry. Not taking any chances. Sit down. <sighs> Thanks. I'll get you some water. Excuse me. Hello? 
Did someone call me? Marion, shh. This is a workspace. Keep your voice down. Luca? Uh, yes. Sorry. Uh, not to rush you, but... Do you need anything else from me? I, I have some books I should go pick up after this. But I think I'm heading home early after that, so... Right thinking. You look knackered. I just need you to sign the contract I printed out for the payment amount we discussed, and that's everything. Here, sign and date. Of course. And I'll see you in a couple of days at the Archaeological Society presentation at the Exeter, eh? Yes, you will. But before then, you need to catch your breath, yes? (laughs) Yes. April 25th, 1203. I picked up some books I had ordered into the library. I won't list them off, not now. The books and materials that I find useful for my investigation will be properly referenced and cited in the final report. Once all the information has been collected and the examination completed to the best of my abilities, I'm feeling a lot better. Maybe just needed some fresh air. It's Luca calling. But the artifact, maybe. I'll keep recording. Okay. Hi, this is Marion. I was just wondering if you came back to the lab. No, I just walked out of the Sackler. Do you need me to come by again? Well, no. I mean, I'll give Alex a call first. What's wrong? I went to get some tea and returned to my desk, but the artifact is missing. Missing? Yes, I just stepped away for... Oh. Wait. It's here. What? It's in its box. It's here. I was just careless. You found it. Is it damaged? It's it's fine. Back to work. Okay. Well, nothing off about it then. A nice day back at my flat with some research and a pot of tea. It is for me. April 26, 158. <laughs> I... on the phone. I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare. I did talk. It was terrifying. It's not fading. It's not going away. Why can't I remember it all? It was just like a dream. A normal one. That it wasn't. (laughs) Dissertation worry. 
I always had my nightmares about it. Almost every night. I stand up to defend my work. For the last few years, sometimes it's simple. I forgot my papers. I forgot my subfusk. I forgot to dress it all. The doors won't open. The doors try to eat me. The panel is made of giants. Or they're all Dr. White. They're all speaking in tongues. Or I'm tiny, an ant. I'm unable to speak. Or I can't get my legs to work. But that's all I remember. The gist of it. But the one weird, important bit that made it a nightmare. Remember everything now. They won't go away. I was at the Bodleian, leaving on my way to the dissertation defense. I was a subfusk, nothing amiss. Perfect shine to my shoes, tied velvet ribbon. The courtyard was empty. No tourists, no students. Honestly, peaceful the way it would have been a hundred years ago. I can't remember the small things. The bird shit on the wall beside me. The sharp click of my heels on the stone. Are they always so loud? How could I not hear it? I walk, not a soul, the streets, the windows, soulless. Your red carnation appears as I turn the corner, sitting on the ground. It's clean, perfect, short trimmed with a pin. Someone must have dropped it while leaving a final exam or something. Maybe they failed. Pinning it to my academic gown was simple. And I tapped it twice. Don't know why. It was pretty. Walking felt lonely, but I was all jitters on my way to the dissertation of defense. But then I was there. Doors large and looming before me. Even here in life, they feel that way. Are that way. <laughs> Don't make doors that big anymore. Oxford charm. I walk in. 
The panel is already there. The only people I've seen. They don't move or talk or say hello. So I walk to my position. Put down my books. And wait to be addressed. I waited such a long time. And no one said a word. The sun went down. They didn't even blink. So... I said hello. A moment more. And I saw Dr. White's lips twitch. Long black arms crawling out. His throat was so big, it didn't look like it anymore. The tear from his mouth bulged and stretched and oozed black skin. As a tear stretched down the sides of his neck. A head. A fucking head. A fucking head pushed its way out of his peeling neck and wiggled free of the wrapping of Dr. White. 
was no blood. Not a drop. I could see all the muscles. Vocal cords snappy. The bones. Teeth. The black thing peeled its way out of Dr. White. It was so skinny. Black oiled flesh pulled over bones. It had no eyes. It moved to the woman next to Dr. White. I didn't recognize her. She looked kind. Her sweater was hand-knit. The oily thing quickly stuck its fingers into her eye sockets and pulled out her eyes. Nerve dangling. She, 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 she didn't move. She didn't move. Didn't. It, it, it put the eyes on its empty face. And his eye sockets sucked up the nerves. And now could look at me. All it did was look at me. I wanted to scream, but I, I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I couldn't move. man left sitting lost his, his tongue to it. But it was long and black the moment it became that thing's. Its eyes, hers not its, weren't kind. They turned white, empty. Its tongue touched the floor. And then to touch me, me. <laughs> Who am I recording this for? April 27th, 712. So, I have an appointment later today with Alex. I can hear you. It's my study notes. But you have an appointment now, too. And you can wait five minutes. I'll be right back. Just stay in bed. Fine. Uh, could you make tea? 
Will do. <laughs> Just for you. I have an appointment later today with Alex in the Archaeological Sciences Building to go over some of the results from the sample works. But before that, I wanted to note on something I saw last night. I was looking over the printed photos I have of the artifact. It has been a few days since I worked on the project, as I had some other work for my dissertation and job to attend to. But even so, I'll never get this artifact from my head. So I looked at the photos in passing on my desk, setting things out for progress later today. And the artifact looks different than I recall. Now, I certainly don't have it in front of me to be absolutely sure of this. Perhaps I just printed it out on low-quality paper. But the artifact looks less like bone now. And more as though maybe crafted of hardened white leather. Porous porcelain texture has faded, and it looks like skin. I know it doesn't reflect on the artifact itself, but it's certainly worrying. Thankfully, Luca has been working on some top-notch illustrations for the report. And photographs are not my only means of reporting on this thing. So... More discussion of results later. April 27th, 11.30. Right on time. I try. How was your meeting this morning? Well enough. Ready to begin? Recorders on, we're set. But where do you want to start? H? It's not a great result. Never is. So based on the samples taken... And I did my best to sample the thing without excessive damage or contamination. The age range, I'd say, is 550 BCE, uh, plus or minus 130. So working on the theory that the carving follows most closely with North American pre-Inuit Arctic cultural traditions, pre-Thule, probably Dorset? Early Dorset? Uh, Based on what I could find, some of the earliest Dorset... (laughs) And the quality of the thing. It's astonishing. Are you sure? You've seen it. It looks new. It's got a sheen to it. It's got no visible degradation, no browning, nothing. I have something on that too. The uh, microware analysis. Well, did you send me the full report for the age? Of course. Good. So what's this then? Microware analysis. At the top range of the initial look at uh, 50 times magnification, we could still not find much by way of rough or coarse maker's marks. The marks visible at this level of magnification were more likely the result of uh, more recent interactions, such as uh, packaging, shipping and uh, handling. Carving marks, or more correctly, uh, light polishing marks, aren't even visible until 100 times magnification with the incident light metallurgical microscope. Can't be right. 
The carving is ornate. The bone is well bone. Right? So you... Based on previous experience and research... It doesn't even look like it was carved. Not by hand. Not made. Isotopic results? Still waiting on them. Bone density? You wanted me to run that? It, it wasn't in the orders. No, I guess not. Just grasping at straws. It's odd. <laughs> Yawning often? I can't seem to shake it. I'm tired. Didn't mean to keep you up so late. <laughs> oh, you didn't. I mean, you did. <laughs> but I, uh, I just had some horrid nightmares to top it all off. Sorry to hear it. Well, I'll fight it off with coffee and tea. Oh, uh, I have to take this. Sorry. No worries. I have to leave. See you tonight. April 27th, 1149. I'm just going to pop upstairs at the lab and see if Luca's in. She may have some work on the illustrations to show me. And as long as I'm here, I'd like to see the progress regardless. Luca? She's not in. I haven't been able to get a hold of her for several days. So I thought I'd give it a go. Oh, the illustrations are here, though. Or some of the work so far. These are a mess. Some parts look perfect, like all of her other work. The stippling is professional quality. The measurements are spot on. But it looks like she took her pen to it. Scratched out whole sections. I can understand if she's upset with the results, but it's on every paper. What's this? It moved. It moved. It moved. It moved. Moved. <sighs> Not just her illustration sheets, every paper. Luca, it's odd. The lines look intentional, dark. <sighs> Fuck, I need to find Luca. April 28th, 6.38. April 28th, 9.23. Hello? 
Uh, this is Maggie Sutherland with the Thames Valley Police. I'm trying to reach Marion Sutton in regards to her friend, Luca Kovacs. Is anyone there? I was given this number by a man in Marion's flat earlier this morning. Are you there? No? Look, Miss Sutton, please pick up the phone, right? This is a serious matter. I'm afraid I have some regretful news regarding Miss Kovacs. All right, well, just please call back at this number or come into the station on St. Old Dates near Christchurch Meadow. Thank you. April 28th, 11.07. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the next station is Colwyn Bay. If you're leaving the train here, please find the gap between the train and the platform. Due to delays on the track, we are arriving at Colwyn Bay a few minutes behind schedule. April 28th, 1310. Marion? Marion, are you there? Can you hear me? I'm still at your place. You disappeared. When I woke up around uh, eight, you were gone. You you didn't leave a note or a message. You didn't wake me. Marion, can you can you hear me? Marion, the the police came by the flat. I'm I'm so sorry, Marion, but Luca is gone. I know you were very close. Her neighbours reported an alarm going off, and when the landlord went in, they uh, found her. Marion, this will be hard to hear, but she's, uh, she's hanged herself. I'm sorry. She was such a lovely soul. The police want to talk to you. I thought hearing from me would be better. Somehow, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm getting really very worried. The, the weather is... Shite, and you said you didn't have work today, so where are you? Come back to the flat. I'll, I'll fry up some breakfast potatoes. I heard you, I heard you thrashing last night. Sounded like nightmares. I had a few too, if you need to talk to someone. Just, just call me back. Please. Stay safe. April 28th, 1710. No sleep. I can't even close my eyes. I see it. It's so much more now. More than a nightmare. More than eyeless. More than black. It's white. 
smoothy, hard, soft, cursed, kind. All, everywhere. I can't get away. But I think I've found a way. Dear Luca, darling Luca, sister, I'll not make the same mistake. But you saw too. It broke forth from that bony prison, and we were naive enough to be intrigued. It moved for you. You saw it. You know. I question though, did you hear it? I can hear it. Going back, its voice was real. It is even now. But I'll drown it out. I hoped it could not follow me out here. I hoped it would lose me. Or hide and await my return. I'd never go back. My bed brings me nightmares I cannot escape. With distractions or exhaustion. They're living. Waiting to pull me from my sleep until everything is waiting for me. I left the cursed thing in the lab with Luca. I'm so sorry. So sorry. You have an artist's eye. Always seen more. And you surely realized it before I did. Such a silly mind I have. Never should trust such things. Excuses. Excuses. But I followed it out here. The sound of the call escaped. Out the fingers, and it says, Here is the place. I can be part of everything now. Luca, I'll see you soon. Just as cold as Alex is warm, I can drown it out. Drown it. May 1st, 1103. Oh, yeah. Is this everything? Right then.
button-down blouse, one pair of black trousers, one grey cardigan, one set of black leather shoes, one set of grey socks, smartphone, a wallet, ID card for Marion Sutton, library card to the University of Oxford for Marion Sutton, rail card for Marion Sutton, £23 in notes, £4.53 in coins, receipt to a tea shop in Oxford, folded paper, train schedule for trips from Oxford to Colwyn Bay on April 28th. Is this the woman you were trying to reach? Sutton? Her personal belongings, yeah. No sign of her. Local officers asked the nearest establishment, a bait shop, small thing. No one saw her. Last time we got her on CCTV, she was walking out of the Cohen Bay Station on April 28th. What are your thoughts so far? She's gone. Dead. I've never seen one of these myself, but... It's all the happenings of a walk into the ocean, right? So suicide, then? Well, we'll look into it, but... So far, yeah. The phone appears to be recording. Switch it off before it dies. Artifact number 2011.000 Written by K.A. Stats Co-produced by Pacific S. Obidiah and Travis Fengroff Mixed and mastered by Brandon Strader and Sarah Buczynski With music by Stephen Marlin and Brandon Boone Cover art by K.A. Stats Starring Tanya Milojevic as Marion Sutton Featuring the voices of Heather McLennan, Rob Harrison, Caroline St. P., Sarah Golding, Emily Amasquita, Caitlin Statz, Pacific S. Obidiah, Fiona Thrall, Hem Cleveland, Travis Bengroff, and David Alt. Special thanks to you for supporting our show and helping us bring this story to life. This has been a Fallen Scholar production. The story will continue in October in the White Vault Season 2. Travel is not advised.